0: Welcome to Sharpen the Iron podcast where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about reacting versus responding. So what we're going to be exploring is the importance of waking up, choosing a response versus reacting and being at the mercy of the external. So working to choose a response versus unconsciously reacting to the external is something, is work that we can constantly dedicate ourselves to. It is practical and applicable in each and every moment of our lives because in each moment, we have a choice. We have the choice to choose how we see the world, the moment, and the people before us. It's not what we see, but again, how we go about seeing it. And when we can go within and choose a response, we can change how we see the world, which in turn changes the world. So I'm going to talk about what happens when we react. Reactions are this unconscious place of their old, outdated, programmed um behaviors and re- reactions it's when the ego is in control which leaves you at the mercy of what's happening around you reactions are evoked based on how the thing in front of us the moment situation person makes us feel and children are constantly reacting right they aren't choosing their response whatever is happening externally dictates their internal state and they the chemicals that are released in their body that just comes out there's no logic behind it there's no reasoning they don't choose they don't have a choice they're just acting unconsciously based off based off what's happening externally and i struggle with reacting all the time that's why i think it's so important because i do some of the dumbest things in reaction mode i say things i regret I feel at the mercy of the external, which only leads to self-pity. I lose control when I react because, again, I'm moving from emotions, not from logic or with any reasoning. And I feel like we can live our whole lives in reaction mode when we feel that things are happening to us, not for us. It's almost something we're battling against, so we constantly have to react to try to fight it, to combat it. It's when we don't see God in things. You know, if you know that God is in something, you don't have to react. You can be at peace within because you know it's all for you. Your reaction reveals the helpless little child in you. That again is moving from this outdated programmed condition response. That, That helpless little child, it's the ego. And it feels it needs to react to try and gain control. You can think of yourself as think of one huge big circle drawn on a piece of paper, and then pick one little area, you draw a very tiny little dot. Your true self, who you really are, is that big circle, but the ego is that tiny little dot. So, of course, it's that helpless, scared little child in you that has to react to try to gain some sense of control to because it's scared. You cannot blame it, and it needs to complain, to whine, feel sorry for itself. And lose control so it can try and get what it wants it's that scared child coming out of you we can work in each moment though to focus on our breath to stay centered within to be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger work to take a step back you know in those moments when something happens externally take a step back by going within with the breath and then analyze each and every situation a bit deeper. So this winter, I spent a majority of my afternoons working outside in the cold. And I'm a little wuss when it comes to the cold. I'm a baby. And so I found myself constantly complaining because I was resisting the cold. I was resisting what is, resisting reality, which only went to create this internal pain. When we resist, we create pain. And I began to loathe and self-pity and feel sorry for myself because I was out in the cold. And so something I really tried to work on was saying thank you for the cold or the harsh wind that was whipping me, not allowing it to come out of me externally in the form of complaint. I don't want anyone else to hear that I was complaining. That was something I really tried to work on. You know, I, I failed each and every day, but I continued to work to try to get better at it. And then working to focus on what I could control. I couldn't control the cold, but I could control bundling up and choosing how I see the cold in the moment before me. And it wasn't easy because so often I would catch myself complaining and without even thinking about it, you know, it just goes to show that I had developed this conditioned response to something that was happening externally. And self-pity... That Which leads to self-pity, which is another form of reaction. And it's the ego loves this. The ego goes into victim mode because it believes by pointing the finger, casting the blame, feeling sorry for yourself, that you're securing the high ground, that it's someone else's fault. You've been done wrong. That's what the ego believes, but it's all self-delusion, right? It feels empowering, but it's actually degrading to the soul. And it leaves us at the mercy of the external, at the whim of what's happening around us. And like I was saying before, the ego is not you. It's that small little dot in comparison to the huge circle. It's the small self within. It's that part of you that is insecure, the child in you that feels helpless in comparison to the world. And it's just trying to protect you, right? And so it unconsciously needs to react based off conditioned responses so it can try to get what it wants, try to stay safe, try to keep us comfortable, try to protect us. It's out of love that it does it, but it's all out of fear, truly. It seems like love, I should say, but it really is all out of fear. The ego is a lie. It's all the devil. It's not real. Um, And so another way that reactions come out in me is through words, not only complaining, but... In the heat of the moment, just revealing how I truly feel inside, you know, maybe something doesn't go my way. This happened yesterday. And so I just figured I'd bring it up. You know, I, I, out loud, I'll be like, gosh, dang it, you know, get all worked up. And I, after I noticed, I was like, well, you just, you unconsciously just did that. That was a programmed conditioned response that you never, you didn't choose that. You That just came out of me without even me thinking about it. And so I thought that was interesting how it's not just like complaining, but it's those things, gosh dang it, what the heck, you know, getting worked up externally. Other times I've noticed that I will start cussing. That's when I know it's, uh, I've really lost control because I I don't often swear. And so when I start cussing and it's when I really know I'm allowing the external to get to me and I have to try to go back within, remain, go back to that center within But even worse is when someone does something and I take it out on another human. It's one thing just to say, gosh, dang it out to the world, but it's a whole other thing to react out of this loss of control towards another human because it really goes to reveal the monster within. But again, these are all conditioned responses that reveal that we are not in control. We're not moving from a place of centeredness, from a place of deep peace within So how are we going to combat this ego? How are we going to change and transform ourselves? How do we move from the center, the peace within? How do we get in touch with that? And in my experience, it's awareness. It's becoming aware, accepting and acknowledging the fact that I do lose control. I complain, whine and feel sorry for myself all the time. Acknowledging that it's something I struggle with because when you shine the light in, you can't fight demons in the dark. And so when we shine the light in of consciousness, it reveals everything. And now that you're aware of it, that's that's the first step always to overcoming any mental affliction is awareness. Because if you don't know what you're fighting against, then you're in the dark. How are you going to be able to fight it? How do you know how to attack it? And just realizing that Again, there's that big circle. The ego is just a little dot. You are not your ego. You are not that voice. You are the one who is aware of that voice. And if you want to learn more about this, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is a very powerful book that has helped me tremendously. I've read it a couple of times, but each and every time I read it, it just helps me see things a bit more clearly. It's a, uh, It's a great book and is very beneficial and I would recommend. Paradoxically, though, it is only through the ego that we become aware of the ego, which is a strange thing. It is only through complaining that I actually become aware of the fact that I just was complaining. But in those moments, I can learn and grow from that and then do the next right thing. Um, Another part, part of this for me is the breath, breathing. It's been huge taking that deep breath, you know, when something externally stirs me up or is beginning to, you work to go to your breath, which takes you within, which is where that place of centeredness and peace is in you. It's where God is. Taking the breath and going within. And from there, you give yourself a moment to take a step back, analyze the situation. And instead of reacting, you can work to choose your response and remember no response is a response. No retaliation is retaliation. You don't have to always have something to say or respond to someone or respond to something externally. You can just work. It doesn't mean you're not listening. It doesn't mean you're not paying attention. You just consciously chose not to respond or say anything, you know? And I think this is important because I've, uh, encountered, had encounters with people where if I don't say anything back, they think I'm not listening or they want me to say something back. And I simply just believe that no response is also a response. It's not that I'm giving, not giving you any attention or not listening. It's just, I don't, I don't feel, there's not always this need to say something back or respond. Another huge part is just kind of learning more about yourself, becoming aware of internal pain. So when you can feel that there is internal pain and that you're resisting something, then it's working to take a step back. And oftentimes for me, I'm resisting, which means I'm moving from a place of self pity. You know, I'm something I feel at the mercy of something externally that I'm resisting. And so I'm feeling sorry for myself. And in these moments when I become aware again, that I am resisting, it's working to mentally reframe things. Constantly work to put the moment before me into perspective. Look at it in a new light, you know, shine that light in. Look at it from the mountaintop so I can get a clearer view of it. Because if you can put it into perspective, you can understand it. And if you can understand it, you can see the truth in it. And the truth will set us free. And it's like, you know, maybe feel self-pity this second. You work to put it into perspective and then a minute later it comes back. You do it again and you do it again and you do it again and you continue to work at it to put the moment, the situation into perspective to shine the light and see it through a clear lens. And the thing is, I fail at all this every day. But that's what's so awesome about it because it's something then we can constantly work at and get better at. And we're constantly put in situations where we have the option, the opportunity to feel sorry for ourselves because life happens all the time. Not often do things really go according, exactly according to our plan and our agenda. So there's always that choice to feel bitter, to feel sorry for yourself, to feel at the mercy of the external, but that forever leaves us victims. And again, that victimhood mentality is self-delusion. It's degrading to the soul. We can work to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Choosing our words, thoughts, and actions. It starts in our heart, what we, how we choose to see the world. And it's finding that balance between using logic and emotions. You know, emotions are an amazing thing. But without logic and reasoning, we just become reactive children. However, through consciousness and enlightenment, as we, we continue to gain consciousness, you know, as we grow older, as we wake up, As we begin to see the truth more clearly, we can align our emotions and logic, which helps balance us out and put us in harmony. God wants us to have a childlike spirit, but he doesn't want us to act like children. Moving from reacting to responding, this is true transformation. Transformation isn't learning anything new. It's actually the process of unlearning. Those old programs of the old man, the person you were before. This unlearning of the ways of the world is the returning to God. And God is transforming us inwardly to be more like Him in His image and likeness. We are becoming like a mirror that reflects Him. And it's constantly wiping that mirror clean, unlearning the old programmed conditioned responses. We have this beautiful freedom to choose our thoughts. To choose how we see the world and it's a freedom we so often forget because we feel that the external dictates the internal however the internal actually is in control of the external when you change how you see the world internally when you change yourself internally you change the world we must work to be like the rock despite the storm externally we remain centered unswayed by the raging sea around us. You're centered. You're at peace. Like Jesus is our rock. We can find strength and peace in him within. It's not easy work, but it's far greater than the alternative of forever being a slave to the world around us. And remember, it's through your breath, through awareness. If you do not go within, you go without. So I, I just love this because it's something we can work to get better at in each and every moment and it's some a place we can see progress in which is so cool because when you feel you feel yourself getting closer to a goal that's how you know of being someone who is quicker to hear slower to speak and slower to anger when we feel ourselves getting closer to that that's how we experience positive emotion that's how we know we are growing and transforming and becoming new people, being born again, dying to our old ways. Thank you guys very much for listening. I hope this helped. I hope this can be a useful tool for you in your life. Um, And I hope it's something you can constantly choose to chip away at as I have found it is for me in my life because life is always happening and we always have that choice. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Much love and sharpen the iron.